All right. Welcome to another edition of Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman. Glad you all tuned in today. I've got a really cool show. We are on location in Avoca, Indiana, if you're not familiar with that. It's kind of in the northern part of Lawrence County, kind of between Bedford and Bloomington. Beautiful little setting. And I'm talking with my good friend Sam Bond this morning, and we're talking about the Avoca Park and Recreation of Marshall Township. So good morning, Sam. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for uh, giving me this opportunity to talk about uh, something we're very enthusiastic about here in the township. Um, uh, we, we're, this is a gem for the county. It really is. It, it really is. And, and the, the opportunity when this came up, uh, uh, there, you know, there's a hierarchy in government agencies and uh, the DNR had decided due to the costs of maintaining this facility that they were going to decommission the fish hatchery and, and concentrate their uh, activities of rearing fish uh, to other locations. Um, and so when they decided they were going to decommission it, uh, the first thing that happens with Indiana property in decommissioning is they uh, uh, offer that property to other government agencies. And um, they were basically, well, they were at the final rung because township government is, I think, the, I wouldn't call it the lower, but it is like probably you could call it the lower. Down uh, the yeah, uh, from uh, county government and city government and so forth. And so uh, we in Marshall Township, uh, we were in the back of the room and we raised our hands and we said, We'll take it, <laughs> and uh, and and so then uh, the proceedings then went on, and and it's like a lot of stuff when you you get something, you go well, okay, it costs money to to run it, and uh, so how are we going to do that, right? Yeah, <laughs> and that was that wasn't exactly an after the fact thing. Uh, we we do have a park uh, tax levy uh, that will start drawing on. On this next June in 2022, that will help give us some operating costs, and then uh, I, I call it the miracle in Avoca. Uh, uh, there's a uh, regional opportunities initiative program, and they were offering grants. I, this is Lily origination money, um, and uh, the city of Bedford. Uh, helped us uh, to uh, apply for a, a grant for that. Uh, and, and we did receive a $125,000 grant uh, towards different things. It's all budgeted out to what we can use that money for, uh, mainly uh, re rehabilitation of the facilities. I mean, we have an 1824 house that we're sitting in right now. It's been redone a few times, obviously, because it's not falling down over our head. but. Um, there's, uh, if you can imagine, uh, as a homeowner, all the stuff you've got to do to keep up the, living in that home where it's to an acceptable level. Um, and this, the state of Indiana, they're pretty frugal, so they weren't putting any more money into these facilities because they knew they were going to decommission it. And, uh, and, and that makes sense from, you know, I'm an Indiana taxpayer. I'm, 
glad they're frugal with our money. Anyway, uh, so there was a lot of things that we needed to address when we got here. But the and caretaker had lived here for years, right? There had always been a, a, a property manager here, and, and they that was one of the, I guess you could call it a perk, uh, living in a house that was built in 1824. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> they, they lived here, and uh, uh, several of them uh, raised families here. Uh, uh, Robin... Uh, Brumball, I guess his name is, uh, well, I think was one of the most recent guys. Uh, uh, most notably, we had uh, Mr. Rollins was here back in the day. And then uh, a name that a lot of people will recognize is Gerald Spoonmore. He was here for several years and uh, and and uh, really uh, was, was really a part of the community. Uh, not that the others weren't. Uh, but most recently, Gerald was here and, uh, and, 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 and raised a family, and, and there's, they still participate in uh, fundraisers and so forth, helping our, our park. Um, and it was always sort of, even though, as long as I remember, it was the fish hatchery, but yet it was always sort of a little park here, too. Exactly, and that, that was kind of the neat thing about this, because uh, I, I didn't live down here uh, during a lot of that, but... Uh, in the late 70s and so forth, you could come here and bring your kids and just walk around. As long as you weren't messing with the fish, right. they were good about that. And, and, and that's, I did that a lot. I walked the trails a lot. Absolutely. And it established a community uh, connection with this property and, and the grounds and so forth that this was uh, a, a place that you could come and be in nature and so forth. And that's really what we're all about here. This is, while it's a township park, it's open to everyone. Uh, I don't know that we've had any Alaskan visitors, but I'm sure they would enjoy it. They would. It's pretty here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a, a kind of a mini spring mill. We have a big spring. That's our main uh, attraction. And uh, the waterfall. I love the waterfall. Yeah. Uh, over the, the dam that was built in the 20s uh, by the WPA, it's a low head dam. That's the terminology for it. It has a little pool that's held uh, the water above that. And then there are 13 ponds here. They're not deep ponds, but they were, they were all built to uh, raise fish. And so they needed that number of ponds where they could do different water regulations and so forth for the different species. And, and that's all regulated by the, the dam holds the water in a pool above the dam. And um, there's a pretty extensive infrastructure of piping that runs from that. And uh, that's one of the headaches we deal with now because sediment gets in the pipes and we, we have trouble regulating the water. Um, anyway, we're, we're in the park business now, not the fish hatchery business, but we will... Uh, as, as far as I understand it, we're always going to keep some of the ponds because that's part of our um, heritage here. Well, um, that helps attract wildlife anyway that people like. I know when I was here the last time walking, there was a guy bird watching. Yeah. And so that's you need the water to kind of attract more wildlife. This morning when I came, our uh, blue heron was out there uh, stalking our... <laughs> we have some fish in the ponds uh, and... Uh, 
we we get aggravated at Mr. Heron who is eating our fish, but that is pretty much nature, and, and it's it, it, you know it's it's a uniqueness to this thing. I don't know if that should be in our graphic. Uh, we were talking earlier about having a a a, a graphic uh, of uh, branding for the for the park, and I think the arched bridge with the dam in the background would be a a, a good thing. So if anyone out there. Uh, is a graphic artist, and they would be interested in uh, having quite a legacy because uh, creating that and and for producing it, it'll be uh, end up being fairly widespread, I think. Um, so uh, we're, and that leads me to another thing. I always, I'm like P.T. Barnum. We are always looking for volunteers for the park, yes. and and that could be the simplest things. Uh, from uh, weed eating to uh, mowing, uh, gardening, uh, flower beds, and uh, uh, trail maintenance. Uh, trash. Trash, hauling trash out. That's just something that if, if someone doesn't do it, it doesn't get done. And it's pretty nice when you're out there. Uh, uh, and you can, dogs are welcome here. Uh, they must remain on a leash. There's, we have a list of rules for the park, uh, but uh, we do. Uh, we don't just encourage people. We tell them clean up after your pet, for goodness' sake. Uh, and and so the trash, you know, where does that go when the trash needs uh, hauled off? So we're we're really always looking for volunteers. Um, okay. Um, and and then you know it's a it's a facility where uh, if you want to come down and have a family picnic or something like that, we can certainly accommodate that. We have uh, uh, the old shelter house uh, that's up on the hill that has quite a view, and uh, that was constructed by the uh, NYA National Youth Act. Uh, this is part of the uh, Roosevelt uh, CCC WPA and the NYA. Uh, depression recovery and uh, anyway this building there are huge limestone rocks have been hand hewn uh, uh, up there and it's 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 really a a very scenic place you can drive down from the road on the, the county road that uh, borders this on the on the on the west side we we have a, a road that comes down from that so you can actually drive uh, say if you're not so mobile and, and you wanted to uh, uh, get one of your uh, older uh, relatives, or maybe you're an older relative, and you want to go up there and have a picnic, you can drive right down there. We just uh, recently had, uh, it was over $5,000 worth of gravel uh, done. Uh, Greg Flynn and company, uh, with the help of Ben's Corey and Roger's Corey, uh, donated all that stuff. They spread nice. the stone and rolled it, and it's a nice service now that you can drive down and park at the uh, at, at the uh, Rollins, uh, so named now the Rollins uh, Shelter House, and um, and there's a, there's fire pits up there. Uh, you just have to be responsible out about those kind of things, and 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 we can uh, we can rent those uh, out to you and. Um, I think they're pretty much booked out this fall, but we can 
we can still take phone calls and and and, and see if a, a weekend or it doesn't have to be a weekend it could be during the day you can rent those and then we'll facilitate getting a, a key to the upper gate and so forth on that okay. um, the facilities down here uh, we have uh, essentially uh, three buildings that are uh, can be used uh, by people uh, the 1924 uh, craftsman style brick building um, which is uh, well it's the big brick building uh, I think uh, Boy Scouts used to meet in the upstairs of it but it was the regional headquarters for the uh, Indiana Division of uh, Natural Resources uh, their fish and wildlife and there's uh, upstairs there's like an old dissecting lab it looks like one of the labs that I used to remember when I was at Purdue uh, but um, so that was the regional thing. So it was office buildings and maintenance type things. Um, we're not currently using that for anything right now other than just, uh, it, it would be an indoor facility for somebody if they wanted to have a meeting, but um, it's not really up to speed yet. There is a bathroom in it. Um, but we have outdoor uh, uh, uh they're not portable. They're uh, there's they're set outdoor toilets uh, that people can use, and those are are emptied and cleaned regularly. Uh, they just received a kind of a facelift, so they look they're actually pretty nice now. And um, got a bunch of picnic tables around, which is which is nice for everybody to have gatherings and fundraisers that are here. Right. So we we had a, a program to get. <clears throat> picnic tables and with people's names on and we had to kind of call that to an end because we were getting they became like mushrooms everyone wanted to <laughs> everyone wanted to buy a picnic table with their mama's name on it or papa or whoever and oh, that's great because we were able to populate the grounds with new picnic tables yeah. uh, we had volunteers go get them um, and restain them so they were and then also to fix the signs the little memorial signs to them. Uh, there's some metal seating, uh, metal benches too. Uh, Lowe's and Rural King assisted us in that, uh, in, in giving us uh, basically uh, at cost uh, prices on those. While we didn't make much money on those, they are out there now and, and people can move them around to suit their needs somewhat as long as they put them back where they were. And, and we've had a couple of big events here, and, and we've had adequate seating for everyone on that uh, Plus you so can far. Plus, lawn chairs. Absolutely, and a lot of people will do that. They'll uh, bring their lawn chairs and sit there. Now, you know, this fall, because it's been so doggone hot here uh, in Indiana, uh, uh, we we have our usual uh, contingent of walkers that come. And, uh, and and people just come and sit and uh, listen to the water going over the dam, which it's peaceful. Uh, I've even done that myself. I like uh, with my business. Sometimes things are just like, oh my gosh, could it get any busier? <laughs> and I'll find myself on an errand over here to the park, and I'll just walk out there and sit by the the dam. Yeah. And uh, there's actually there's a picnic table up on a hill next to that. It's kind of in the shade. It's cool there. There's always a breeze. And uh, 
I tell you what, 15 minutes of that is uh, very uh, constructive for your mental well-being. And that's, with this COVID pandemic junk that's going on, we are really in a very good, the park can serve a really good role in getting people out, social distancing and all that. Get some exercise. Get some exercise and, and mental health exercise. And so that's, to me, I think it's one of the greatest things. And I think it was one of the selling points why the Rural Opportunities Initiative Committee did go ahead and award us money to get this uh, old girl up and flying again. It was because they recognized uh, that uh, there, there's a need for people, especially during these times when we all seem to be like bunkered down, uh, to get out and uh, do some physical exercise for your own uh, mental and physical health. And Avoca Park and Recreation is just sitting right here handy for, for that. Uh, we're open from um, uh, morning till dark, and uh, we have some park rules. Uh, basically, it means uh, I'll summon up in one sense, just be a considerate human being. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, pick up after yourself and uh, things like that. And, and uh, we do have a donation box out there, too. Um, if if it's, uh, the use of our park is appreciated, you can show that by remunerating the park by stuffing a few mm -hmm. bills in there. And uh, I'm unashamed about asking for money for this thing. You rely a lot on donations. We really this. do. I mean, there's the simple things about trimmer line and, and gasoline for the mowers. This uh, We probably mow about four acres. Uh, we, we own in total about 43 acres. Uh, about six of that is in water uh, ponds. They're not all holding water right now. And that was something we were talking about earlier because I had asked you if you guys were planning to fill the ponds in, and you said and, maybe some, but not all of them. Yeah, and that's why we're not making a big effort on some of the ponds that are leaking right now uh, because um, we, we're no longer a fish hatchery. We are a park, and to hold events down here, our parking is very limited, and, and we have to set up shuttle things and so forth from uh, nearby churches. So... We'll probably be filling in some of the ponds, uh, certainly at the beginning down below the, the bridge. Uh, the largest pond, which is, there's 13 ponds, as I said. The number 13 will always remain because it's it's, it doesn't seem to leak. And uh, it, it's, it's a pretty good-sized water body. And, and so there's a lot of stuff that could be done there. Um, we'll, we'll be looking at later on as we become more established and get some of the priority things done around here, uh, we will be setting up youth fishing opportunities and and so forth like that. But uh, That's cool. I like that. Um, do you know offhand, and I'm going to put you on the spot, do you know offhand one complete lap around the ponds, what's that equal to? Is that a mile or do you know? I, You know, uh, we... Uh, Jan Kirkman had manufactured some um, T-shirts uh, as a fundraiser deal, and, uh, and and it had something about I walked the mile, meaning okay. around the pond. So okay. <clears throat> I think there is a is a mile. Now I've been down here with my wife, and depending on the route you take, which 
can be pretty circuitous. You can mm. you can either just walk the perimeter or you can walk across between the ponds and and uh, uh, and, and zigzag it, <laughs> zigzag it, change yeah. it up. And that that's actually one of the attractions here is uh, you know walking can be somewhat boring and. Uh, but it, it's real open out there around the ponds. And like, um, I mean, I'm a guy, obviously, but for uh, women, I think, uh, and I'm not saying anything bad about the fair sex, but, you know, security-wise, if you can see around you for quite a ways, you feel more comfortable. Right. And you can do that when you're walking here at the park. And we've had... Um, some of that gravel work that we had done was uh, put on those path areas, so um, it's a, it's a better uh, substrate to walk now than it had been in the past. And uh, um, but it, it's it's an open environment. You can see quite a ways. The vegetation's all been cut back and everything, and and uh, and you're not that far from where you park your car at a regular parking lot either. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, especially you know, for for ladies, I think it's it's very uh, uh, a very encouraging area to go walk, uh, and, and you know, for guys too. Uh, there's a lot of guys that are out there walking, mm -hmm. and and maybe uh, they may have some trepidation about walking up in the woods trails, but less so down here. And so, um, it, it's it's really a good facility for that. Um, now talk about the cemetery. There's a cemetery on the property too, right? There is. Uh, I think they call it the Turner Cemetery because a lot of the uh, people that are interred there are uh, with the Turner family. <clears throat> but uh, an interesting thing is uh, we have a gentleman. Uh, there's some Civil War veterans buried up there. It's a small, um, if you can picture just a, uh, you're walking through the woods, and then you you enter a clearing that has uh, rail fencing around it, uh, and then these obviously old uh, stones, and and they're all pretty much legible. There's some that are you you can't read the inscriptions on them any longer. They're so old, but uh, um, one of the the standard it was kind of like if you've ever been to Arlington, it looks kind of like one of those uh, only it's limestone, not marble. Um, the inscription, and it's for John Frost, and he was in one of the uh, cavalry, uh, Indiana Civil War cavalry companies, and uh, of course that way we can say we have John, aka Jack Frost, buried okay. here on the park, and uh, that's up at one of the. It's at the, probably the high point. Uh, the terrain here. Uh, there's an elevation differential of about 700 feet, and that's probably up near the top of that. So it's it's kind of the high ground around here, and um, you know, uh, obviously, people that were born in the early 1800s, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Frost, who fought in the Civil War that in the 1860s, you know, he was he could have been a young man, 18 or 19 years old, but. Uh, so there's some real historical uh, uh, content there with with that, um, and uh, I mean that's that's part of the whole thing of this uh, this this park. Um, that's another draw, the history part of it. It, it is, and, and at some point we we hope to like this very room that we're in. Uh, 
<clears throat> I hope that we can have a, a chronological timeline around the walls. Like we start out here back when uh, Foot went through Foot, who founded kind of the limestone <laughs> industry, yeah. um, and, he, and he's buried down in, in, in Bedford. But he came here, and uh, he actually assigned the name of Voca because of a, a, a poem a poem that he he had read at one time about a a vale that was a beautiful place and hmm. so forth um, and uh, <clears throat> anyway so Avoca was assigned to this area and and uh, some uh, hamers once again the hamers show up in Lawrence County <laughs> and they what do they do they put up a grist mill <laughs> and um, there was a Fitzpatrick involved in a grist mill here too. Um, and uh, and and then uh, the Hamers built this house that we're in, this colonial style, two-story style house. They built that in 1824, and this house that we're in has uh, served a lot of different functions. It was uh, kind of an inn. Uh, I think it, they even had a funeral parlor upstairs, but that was pretty common with uh, grocery places and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, weekly, uh, an oxen train, uh, a cart pulled with oxen came from Louisville, Kentucky. And you have to remember back in the, you know, Indiana had just become a state uh, in, in, in the mid-1800s, early 1800s is what we're talking about. And uh, the roads were not so great and everything, but this was sort of a, uh, a, a juncture because of the grist mill and people would come here and have their grain uh, taken care of and then they would go back to their little settlements or their homes uh, so they, they could buy some uh, groceries and so forth here and uh, there was a post office here they could mail a letter if they wanted to and so forth and so on. Then This is the hub of activity in town. <clears throat> well it was and you have to think people didn't travel very far back then uh, and, and so uh, it, it would serve a very tight-knit community and everything. Uh, and then uh, in the early 20s, uh, it was called the uh, D Department or Division of, of, uh, of Natural Resources. Uh, uh, came, State of Indiana, it's our, our Department of Natural Resources now, uh, they wanted to do a fish hatchery, and so they they purchased some of this ground, and uh, and and then uh, began building the ponds that are here now. And then the uh, CCC came uh, towards the depression was getting underway, or was already we were already in the depression, and and uh, FDR had those three uh, programs: the CCC, the WPA. And this uh, National Youth Act, which was the third uh, branch of the, the of that recovery uh, programs, uh, all three of those have participated here on these grounds, and uh, so that's part uh, partly why the infrastructure you see here. If you're here and also have traveled to Spring Mill, you will notice that there's great similarities between the two, and it's because some of the same hands probably laid the stones. Uh, they were under the same programs and uh, so forth.
To me, when I look at the outside of this house, it looks like a big southern plantation to me. They call it a colonial style, yes. And, of course, the, the people that were involved in this, a lot of them were from Louisville. And uh, that would be somewhat of a southern uh, state and everything. And... Uh, yeah, good visual image. This is a podcast, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so it is. It's got columns, big square columns out there in a porch. Great and big front porch across yeah. the front. You can imagine the people sitting yeah. out there on the porch uh, after a, a hard day's work at the uh, at the grist mill and so forth. Um, well, and let's even kind of let's walk people through the house. So, like when you come in the house. You picture hardwood floors. There are hardwood floors here. I <clears throat> I don't know how period those are, but uh, they would have had hardwood floors. and uh, Two fireplaces. Yep. Radiant, um, what do you call a steam, what do you call Steam it? radiators. Steam radiators. Yeah. Tall windows. Huge windows. I love that. Great big wide baseboards that everybody remembers in the older houses. It's got a lot of character. It, it really does. And, you know, one of our, there, there's quite a bit of work we have to do to this place. Uh, it needs repainted. Uh, it needs uh, window work. And um, the house is under a, a state historical designation. It's designated a historically uh, significant uh, thing. So there's certain things that we can not do and some things they allow us to do so that can tend to amp up the cost of doing things but the reason for that is we don't want to lose the uh, that character the character that's the word yeah. we don't want to lose the character for this house and, yeah. and everything but we do have uh, some uh, bids um, on doing some of this work and uh, I mean, it, uh, if you can imagine it, it is really a two-story, and there's a, uh, the overhead uh, for the front porch that runs the length of that must be over 50 feet long. Um, that all has to be painted, too, which it, it's not like just uh, I can, little Sam can take his can of paint and a <laughs> ladder. It takes professionals to do this kind of stuff. And, uh, and these are, what, 10-foot ceilings probably yeah, in here? Yeah, Cool. Yeah, well, you can uh, you could put up a pretty nice Christmas tree in front of this fireplace oh, here at Christmas. It'd be neat to decorate for this. Yes. Um, but we do have plans though, like where somebody could rent uh, the grounds, and then they would have they would have access to the Hamer House. We're we're sitting in what's called the Hamer House. Okay. Um, uh, one of the improvements that we're going to do is we would like to put in a, a modern kitchen so that, uh, say if somebody, for example, wanted to have a wedding here, which, why wouldn't you? It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And But then you, you could have a alternative where you could be indoors if the weather turned fickle and wanted to rain on your parade. Um, anyway, so you, you could rent the whole, basically the whole grounds if you wanted to. And, um, okay. We're handling that through the the uh, township trustee right now, um, and uh, and you can actually rent the shelter houses if you want to do those individually. Yeah, you don't have to rent the whole thing. And uh, <clears throat> I think the rates on 
the shelter house down here. The so we have kind of two shelter houses. Um, the the Gerald Spoonmore shelter house, uh, which is in off the courtyard area, uh, which is where all the the, com the complex of our buildings are 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 located. Um, and then the the Rollins, uh, which is the old stone uh, traditional looking traditional looking uh, shelter house, which has a new roof on it now. By the way, we did get a new roof, uh, metal roof, put on that uh, this last year. Um, anyway, uh, y you can rent those individually. Uh, if you want to just come here and picnic, there's no charge for that. You just come, uh, enjoy yourself. Pick up after yourself, and um, you know maybe tip the park in the thing if you want. You know if your if your server was good, you tip the person. Um, and uh, so, you know I encourage people to come here, come and check it out, and then um, decide. Uh, think of the possibilities that this might incorporate into your uh, social activities for the future, and. Uh, we, there have been activities here. The historical group, uh, uh, Rowena uh, Najafi, Cross Najafi, has they had a group out here, and they had kind of a, uh, you know, they where they they do the reenactment and so yeah. forth, and they had that here. Okay. And and I've I've spoken to Rowena about maybe you know getting them to come back again and. Uh, so that everyone can utilize this. Uh, it's, I, I just, it's um, a really interesting uh, grounds, and um, I, I don't want to get too metaphorical about this, but there's a real vibe to this place. When you come here, um, and, and if you know, even if you know nothing about the history of it, just because of the, the nature, and there's moving water, you know, that's one of the, Prerequisites for a, a successful nature environment, yep. um, and, uh, and 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 some architecture. It's therapeutic, uh, I think. It really is therapeutic. Yeah, like I said, I I had the occasion where I've I've been here and and um, and and just to sit down and just kind of relax for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is a very accommodating place uh, to do to do that at. And one thing that you do need, besides volunteers, you could use somebody to create a website for you all. Yeah, currently we have a Facebook page, and, um, I, you know, Facebook is great. But a website is uh, the, what you do when you, you know, you're the big kids, and, well, and you, you need to have professional... Older folks don't do Facebook. Yeah, I'm, I'm no longer on Facebook. Uh, I was, well, for whatever reason, you know, people get off of Facebook and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, a, a website is, people can, they're searching for uh, Avoca Park and Recreation or Avoca Fish Hatchery, you know, where we would come up there. And uh, I, I just... I don't have the the knowledge base. I'm a forester. Mm -hmm. I don't have the knowledge base of, uh, of how to do a website. And if somebody that is uh, hears this uh, would be interested in doing helping us with a website, that's something we really need to do here. Um, okay. 
uh, we're, you know, along those electronic uh, uh, things, um, at some point we would like to get some internet hookups set up here uh, so that uh, you could come here and during your lunch hour just sit on one of the park benches, but you would have internet connections if you needed to to do some uh, business or whatever. And then also, then we could host uh, professional groups here uh, that would, uh, you know, require meetings and stuff. Meetings, yes, yeah, internet. Uh, I mean, it's 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 pretty much a requirement and. Um, but that—that's one of the other. It's—it's. Uh, it's, we have this extensive. I call it a punch list. Mm -hmm. uh, that, but it's somewhat prioritized, and and like you have to make sure that your uh, facility, this the shell, the shell is sound before you even begin to think about. Well, let's have a, a euchre tournament or something, mm -hmm. you know, like that, which maybe isn't a bad idea. Uh, I can see board retreats. This would be a great place for board retreats. It really would. I mean, it's, uh, and, and maybe you would turn the internet off at that point or something. <laughs> there is good cell coverage here, though. I mean, just where we sit, by the way. Okay. But uh, that's not true for everywhere, but uh, it is here. Uh, but. Uh, well, is there a phone number that you can give out that if people maybe want to rent? The shelter house or they'd like to come and look at the property for whatever is there a number that we can give them or is there something on the facebook page maybe uh you the the facebook page uh would work um okay but uh our our township trustee is really um so like when we began and we were talking about the the governmental authority behind how is it you have this park well our township, Marshall Township, uh, actually owns this property here now, and uh, the state of Indiana <clears throat> transferred it to us back in uh, last September. And uh, the the um, the number you would call to reserve um, that would it would be uh, Susan Evans, Marshall Township trustee. And her number is 812-797-7103, And um, you, you want to leave a message uh, of your intention that you would like to rent it. And uh, of course, you'll want your contact information on there too. And, uh, and also uh, what your preferred dates are. Uh, Susan keeps track. She has a calendar uh, that she keeps all this stuff on. And rather than running it through the the different township board members, the three of us or other people, you need one central location to vet, not vet, but to make sure that, yes, that date is open. Right. Um, and, uh, and like, for example, if you wanted to rent the place on October 15th, you might you would call the trustee of Marshall Township, Susan Evans, and she would then respond to you, I'm sorry, but the United Way is putting on a fundraiser for the Avoca Park and Recreation Good on that plug. day. Good plug. And uh, so, uh, but th that's how the process works. Uh, it's not real expensive. It just depends on how many 
facilities you want to rent and things like that. But uh, And speaking of that fundraiser, everybody mark your calendars. He was being serious. October 15th, we are doing a fundraiser here at the park. We're calling it Music in the Park. And we will have some live music that evening. It's going to be a Friday evening, probably about 5 to 8, thereabouts. And have a food truck or two. And everybody's just going to bring your lawn chairs and come out and kind of chill out from a hard days or a hard week's work and just have a good time and support the park. It's, we, we've had a couple events here already. And the, they've done well. <laughs> yeah, the last one, and it was like, uh, it felt like the face of the sun. It was so hot that day. <laughs> it was hot. But people had just a wonderful time. Yeah. And I don't know, there was three or 400 people here, I yeah, think. It was crowded. Um, maybe more. I'm not good at judging crowds. And I, when you're working, you don't have time, actually. You, you need a, a, a disinterested person that just counts heads. And I, we didn't have that uh, mm -hmm. luxury. Um, anyway, so people were just sitting around, and, and it was... Uh, you saw people you hadn't seen for years. I did, anyway. Yeah, and, and you know, okay, so with this uh, virus running around, we were outdoors, and people were not just, like, crammed on each other or anything like that. It was just a really uh, nice uh, environment and um, very congenial. I just had the best time, and I was, I was working pretty hard there, but <laughs> I had the best time there, and, and when you looked around, you saw people were just like, it was great, and, yeah. um, you know, we don't have those many uh, uh, socializing opportunities anymore. You might run into somebody in Walmart or something like that, but to be sitting on a picnic bench or your own lawn chair listening to good music and where food is available... That's pretty nice. It yeah. kind of... The good old days. It hits all the check marks, you know, like <laughs> yeah. food, friends, music, you know. Nature. Nature, yeah. 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 And, and so that's... Uh, I, I would love to see where we almost would have a... a possibly a revolving... Uh, Maybe once it, a month or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And... and uh, as we get more organized... Uh, it will become more turnkey where it will be easier to do, to have events here. I mean, we, like, so the first event where we had a food truck down here, we, we found out, oh, you need 220-volt uh, uh, outlets. And so we had to, one of our uh, volunteers is, a, is an electrician, and he, he hooked up a box for us to do that. And... Um, uh, lights and water and all kinds of stuff. You know, there's just a lot of stuff. And, but as we progress, we're going to get this down where it's, it's a lot more seamless for uh, people to come and enjoy themselves here to, to uh, participate in, in an event. Or if they want to have their own events, they could, uh, it would be easier for them with all the facilities and everything. So. All right. Well, Sam, thank you for taking some time for hey. today. This has been good. Thank you. I really appreciate it, and I, I, I would encourage uh, whoever uh, gets the opportunity to hear this, uh, I would encourage them to stop by uh, the Avoca Park and Recreation and just at least pull in the parking lot and check it out because I think you'll find a, a very uh, welcoming place. Thank and you. even in, in, I've been here in all seasons, and uh, and, and of course, I'm an outdoor person anyway, but when 
when there's snow on the ground here, this place is pretty. Uh, when, when it's raining, the, there's more water going over the dam and it's pretty. Uh, when it's hot, there's a, at least somewhere there is a cool place to go where you can uh, be cooler than if you were out there in the middle of normal life, you know. And so uh, we're all seasons, uh, and, and I just, uh, I, I really would encourage people to come by and check it out. And, and I would encourage them to bring their children, because that's something that uh, we really need to do to start making those memories. Hey, Papa, remember when we went? Because you hear that a lot right now. People that grew up around here, they talk about when they were here as children mm -hmm. and they're coming back with their children and that's kind of keeping that continuity and so forth. So it's it's an important purpose uh, for our, our area here. Well, I appreciate all the work you guys are doing oh, to keep this here. There's a bunch of us. I'm just... <laughs> I get sometimes in front of a microphone. It's not me at all. There's some people, really smart people, that are involved in this, and uh, and and they uh, they've been very uh, very good on all this stuff. Well, any of any of you listening, if you'd like to get involved yourself, just call the number that we gave you earlier, eight one two seven nine seven seven one zero three. Or get on Facebook. You could probably message them through Facebook, I imagine. Absolutely. So come and check out the Avoca Park and Recreation of Marshall Township. And Sam, good to see you as always. Same here. Thanks. Thanks. To, thanks to all of you for listening to Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman. Everybody go out, have an awesome day, and I will see you next time.